With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the classic gardens and landscape show. On the air, ready to go. If you want your plants and grass to grow. Tune us in, cause Mike and Chris know. Plants. Mike knows it. Tree. Chris knows it. Mike knows it. Chris knows it. Mike knows it. Chris knows it. Mike knows it. Chris knows it. Good morning and welcome to the Classic Gardens and Landscape Show on WERC. I'm Chris Keith. I'm Chris Joyner. I hope everybody's doing great this morning and had a great Thanksgiving holiday and break. Uh, this is Classic Gardens and Landscape Show. Um, if you have any gardening questions, you can give us a call, 1-888-9105-105. Here at Classic Gardens, we're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 4, closed on Saturday and Sundays. Got a lot of plants in the other day. Man, Still yeah, we did. I, t- I tell you, did you, did you put that stuff away, Chris? I, I put that stuff away yesterday. I didn't know who did what. I well, know Ann said she needed our help when we got in. Cause see, we, and, uh, uh, I got back and it was already done. I said, oh, okay. What we planned on doing is... You know, we thought that y'all would be done and get back around, you know, two or whatever. Or when it started raining, when, yeah. all, when all landscape crew got back, we'd just go ahead and put all the plants away there. Yeah, five guys, we can do it in ten do minutes. It in no time. We had 200 junipers and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and then we looked at the radar, and if you looked at the radar yesterday at about close to noon, it looked like it was fixing to come a monsoon. And so Ann and I were like, well, let's go ahead and put these plants up so that when everybody gets here, Shoot, if it's raining, we're just going to go ahead and shut down. We're going to go home, take a little bit of time off. And uh, we so Ann and I got those plants put away. And uh, lawn care came in. They got out of here. I went ahead and cut loose because I had some stuff I had to go take care of. And then I think y'all had basically, y'all were on y'all's way in. And lo and behold, right after we shut down, it turned sunny, right? <laughs> well, it was crazy. You know, I, I'm over in uh, Trustful, kind of over behind uh, the country club over there doing a a big job. We just started yesterday. Um, uh, we're doing irrigation over there. We're doing the new shrubs across the front of the house. It's a, it's a brand new house, Chris. And all they've done really is just they, you know, it's kind of one of those things you you go in there and you do just enough to close kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Well, that's about all they did. And they laid sod. The only problem is they laid sod in July, and you know how hot and dry it got in September. Oh, I, I mean, they, it was brutal. Yeah. So I mean, it looks like the yard's got the mange. <laughs> I mean, it's rough. So we're going in there and putting them an irrigation system in now. They didn't put any shrubs across the front of the house, so we're doing that now. They've got a bank that uh, we're putting 200 junipers on, um, and we've got another side yard over there that they just they just put a pine straw on, and we're going to blow all that pine straw off of it, maybe use that pine straw in some other areas, you know, just to recycle it. And then we're going to go in there and, you know, rake that thing out smooth and uh, sod the the left or right-hand side. But uh, now we were busting it yesterday, and I wasn't even looking at the radar. I mean, they said it was going to rain. I'm like, well, when it rains, it'll just rain, and we'll just quit kind of thing. 
And Justin calls me and he says, man, what are y'all doing? I said, I'm putting in irrigation. What do you think I'm doing? I'm out here working. Yeah, you know, I'm getting this done. He said, well, you got about 20 minutes and it's gonna, the bottom's going to fall out on you. So we got trenches. Uh, you know, we're trying to clean up everything as we were going kind of thing. But, you know, the driveway's brand new. And, you know, here we are. We're tracking mud across the driveway. And I, was, I said, man, we got to stop now and get this stuff cleaned up. So we head out from over there and uh, get back to the shop and tear out. And, I mean, the rain, it's raining a little bit, but it ain't bad. And it, was, it just, it kind it of, just it dis- dried it up. It dissipated right as it got to us man. for the most part. I went and picked up my my two girl Car- uh, Caroline and Sadie, picked them up from Mimi's house. And then I went and sat in Carline at uh what did you, time up, did you get there about two up. well you know i don't you can get there at two o'clock and you'll be parked right next to the playground you know right up above the playground yep. at the elementary school you get there at two o'clock and you can be parked right above the playground you can get there at 2 30 and you can be towards the end of the playground so sarah always gives me heck because i get there a little bit later but i ended up getting there at about 2 30 see i'm the guy that gets there at three because i mean by the time i get there it's moving Everything's rocking and rolling, and, you know, you're going to get your kid in 15 minutes regardless. And, I mean, when I was a it's kid. It's nutty, though, man. People I love, be sitting out there at 2. I love Carline. That was fun. That's when that's when you got to play and, you know, see, and see other friends that you hang, normally yeah, don't see. Yeah, you're chilling with your buddies. We were, I left I left Mimi's house a little bit early because, man, I'm telling you, I, I ate turkey and I ate ham all week long. And so last night, I, or on my way home, I said, Sarah, I want some, I want some beef. I want a big thick steak because I'm oh, okay. tired. I am tired of turkey and ham. Because so we smoked, we I fried a turkey. My mother-in-law baked a turkey. I smoked a ham, and then my my brother, my basically my brother-in-law's um, dad brought a brought a, a honey baked ham. So man, we had bunch. Of, we had a bunch of food for Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, you know how my bunch rolls. You know, I, I cook for about five or six different families, so I wound up cooking uh, two and a half hams. Uh, four turkeys, four chickens, uh, a slab of ribs. I mean, I had like a meat locker. Rolling, That's what I'm talking you about. You know, we had a last minute change. We were going to have Thanksgiving at my sister in law's house, but about two days before Thanksgiving, her oven quit working. Oh God! And the one, the particular model that they wanted, none of the places that they looked at them had them, and so they had to order it. And it was going to be like two days after Thanksgiving before it got there. And so in, instead of, you know, cooking it, you know, cooking everything in other people's houses and then bringing it there, we just decided to move it, move Thanksgiving to our house. And, of course, what's that mean? We got three kids, man, and we live a busy lifestyle. So what's that mean that we do for the first, you know, a couple of days before Thanksgiving? Man, we're vacuuming, we're cleaning, we're straightening up. Yeah. But I, and I've always, since we, we bought that house last May, and I've always wanted like a nice holiday dinner. Um, at my house and we never have done it because we like last year we went to my sister-in-law's for thanksgiving and christmas we always do at my mother-in-law's so that was a perfect opportunity for us to kind of go all out now we didn't do the we didn't do china or anything like that but we had the house all decorated music going and you know all kinds of sides and all that kind of stuff and it was really i i really enjoyed it um having all the family over at our house and a lot of kids over there playing and you know guys out frying turkey and having a few drinks and just you know, everybody getting together and, and enjoying it. We had a lot of new people come over. So my sister, one of my, my other sister-in-laws engaged. And so she invited some of, uh, some of her, his, his uh, family over, his mom and dad and brother. So we had a lot of, a lot of new people over there and it was, it was a real good time. But 
Um, what I was, what I started saying is I wanted a steak, man. I mean, I put all the ham up, so I got all the ham bone in there. I'm gonna make some macaroni soup, and I got okay turkey leftovers. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna make turkey chili. You know, what time is that gonna be done? Oh man, I don't know. I'm not sure, but. I left Mimi's house, and on the way, I was going to swing into Burton's grocery store right there in Springville and yep. see if I could get some of those gray steaks in there. And I look back in the rearview mirror, and Caroline's asleep, Sadie's asleep. I'm like, no. Nope. I said, I ain't messing with that. Never, nah. never sleep, never wake a sleeping baby, right? And so then I just, I just drive around, you know, for 20 or 30 minutes because I didn't want to sit in car line for an hour. Oh yeah. And I drove past, drove pack, past, past where they're building those new homes in Springville, and just kind of cruised some of the streets and. Boy, that's an operation, ain't it? <clears throat> yeah, it sure is. I tell you, over there, they, they think eventually they're going to build like 400 homes right yeah. here. And so then after school, I had I had Caroline, I had Claire, I had Sadie, and I had my niece, um, Kaylin, and I went to the store after that because I was on a man, I was on a mission. I was getting some steak, so we all went to the store. And it's funny, you know, you see a mom at a store and she's got four kids. And nobody says a thing to her. It's just expected for the mom to take all the kids to the store. If you're a dad and you take four kids like that to the store. People uh, are looking at you like, God bless no, this fellow. You, you get that or you get all the moms You get all the moms and other people say, man, you're a great dad. You're a great dad. You're doing a great job. I can't believe you brought all those kids to the store. And I'm like, this is just how I roll. Like, I don't, I don't, let, that let, me sl I don't let that slow me down. I just... I do that because nah. I'm, I'm not scared to take kids to the store. Well, we have, we you, have fun. That but when you're on a mission for the steak. It's just know. it's funny how like you know man gets all the praise for when they take kids to the store, but mom don't she don't get it's just expected. it's expected to her. So. Yeah, Sarah and I joke around about that a lot, and I tell her whenever we go to the store how everybody says, "Man, you're such a great dad." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> they all got Christmas T-shirts while we were there because. Caroline didn't have a jacket. I left it at Mimi's, and she said, "Daddy, I'm cold." I was like, "Let's go pick out some cheap sweatshirts. Y'all can have some yard sweatshirts, and yeah. it can be kind of our little thing." So I found some Christmas long sleeve Christmas shirts, and so we bought some Christmas. All shirts. the kids got something yeah, to roll around you know, in the yard. Uh, you know, Uncle Chris bought them Christmas shirts while we were out shopping. So it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. You been over deer hunting? Yeah, I went over the uh, Thanksgiving holidays. Um, my my sister in law, they have six acres. We call it Prison Road, yeah, because that's what it's the road it's that leads to the, the prison. Road, yeah, it's the Prison Road. <laughs> they they live on Prison Road, and we live in Russia because of they we say <laughs> everybody's like, man, we got to go out to Russia where there's no cell phone service and there's no internet cables or anything like that because we live far, further away than everybody else. It so, always cracks me up when I go in that neighborhood and it says video surveillance. I'm like, man, that's out in the freaking middle of nowhere. <laughs> but there's one camera that records every car going in and out yep. of that neighborhood. Well, I, when I when I found that house for you, Chris, and I'm still patting myself on the back about that, but I go, I went in there. I well, I saw the for sale sign out at the main road, you know, Highway 11. And I said, well, I'm gonna run in here and scope this out right quick, and I'm dragging a boat, and I turned in there. And it says. You're on video surveillance or something like that. I'm thinking, boy, they're going to think I'm, you know, I, I'm pulling up in here and I'm just going to turn around in the cul-de-sac and go back out and they're going to think I'm somebody <laughs> in here trying to steal something. But I thought it was cool. We just did a job for a buddy, another neighbor of yours, Nisha Smith. Mm -hmm. We, uh, we, Nisha and Ron, and they, uh, we treat their yard. They got a big old yard. It's, it's, it was 20-something thousand square feet and then y'all added. We added another 3,000. Yeah. Well, that, uh. The left-hand side of that yard, Chris, and I'm going to tell you, you know, measuring the yard or measuring for sod or whatever, usually I try to go over, you know, a little bit. 
uh, just to where you got it. But I measured that thing I'm talking about spot on. I think I had an extra pallet of sod for another job we were supposed to be doing. It was like a patch work deal because we've got one bunch that we get sod from that they don't put 50 yards on the on a pallet. They put 60 yards on a pallet. So you wind up with like, if you if you order it by the pallet, you wind up with, you know, 10, 10 yards plus 10 yards plus 10, you know, order seven, eight pallets, you wind up with an extra pallet kind of thing. So we ordered it right, but I was thinking 50 yards of pallet, and I had seven kind of thing, which really I only needed six. So I put seven on the truck, and I get out. Well, I, Ann told me before I left, she said, you got one pallet too much. And I said, well, why? And she said, well, I got this from Ryan's. I said, oh, okay, I get it. I said, well, I'm not unloading it. I'll just drag it back with me. Well, I got over there and did that thing, and I think I wound up snatching like four pieces off of that second or that last pallet or something like that. But boy, that turned out pretty. Have you seen it? I haven't been buying. It. I You'll have to go it. by there and take a look at it. But Nisha and them have a left on the left hand side of their property over there. They it got too shady for Bermuda to grow there, and it just dissipated and died. Well, they had a maple tree. We took some lower limbs off of. They got a magnolia tree. They're going to cut down anyway. So it's not going to be shading anything. And, uh, you know, going over towards the property line, it just it just gets so shady you can't grow nothing over there. So we went over there and sawed it over as far as we could saw it over towards the uh, the uh, woods over there and uh, just kind of extended the yard back over where it ought to be. But we did it with zoysia where it would grow because, you know, it will tolerate more shade. So, uh, yeah, now we knocked that out before Thanksgiving. Uh Chris, I tell you what, let's go to break right quick, and when we come back, I'll tell you about some more jobs we've been doing. Our number, if you want to get in a call and ask a gardening question, you can do that at one eight 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 nine one zero five one zero five. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Who doesn't like a good steak? And how many of us like bragging about we can grill the best steak? To have the best steak or hamburger, you have to start with the best beef. Do you know how your beef was raised or what it ate or even where it came from? Take out all the guesswork. I have a longtime friend, Josh Fallon, at Hidden Creek Farms who is raising beef to order. No preservatives, no additives, no steroids, no chemicals, just pure grass and grain-fed beef to order. Josh does this at Hidden Creek Farms. To order yours, give my friend Josh a call, 205-353-3565. This is not a high-production outfit. Josh only raises a few select steer a year. Order a whole or a half. 
I was raised in Nashville, Alabama, St. Clair County, and that's how I know Josh, a good friend and a neighbor with the best beef. And where is the beef? It's at Josh's, 205-353-3565. You know, I've been knowing Fouts Tractor for over 40 years. My dad first did business with him when I was just a teenager. Fouts and I have bonded a close working relationship ever since. There are other Kubota tractor dealerships closer than Fouts, but none with more knowledge and integrity. Fouts Tractor also has great buys on Kubota tractors. I don't care who I get on the phone when I call Fouts. It could be Mark, Linda, Josh, or Pat Fouts. It just doesn't matter because they all have the expertise needed to help me with my questions. The service department gives me excellent service as well. So if you're looking for a new Kubota tractor or used tractor, or if you're looking for an implement to go behind your tractor, call Fouts Tractor, 594-7000. Keep in mind that Fouts Tractor has a great lineup of riding mowers as well. Call Fouts Tractor, 594-7000, and tell them that Mike sent you. From Bermuda to Boxwoods, Monkey Grass to Marigolds, we cover it all on the Classic Gardens and Landscape Show. Call us at 1-888-9105-105 to get the answers to your gardening and lawn questions. I pull in weeds in the hot sun. back on the Classic Gardens Landscape Show. And our number, if y'all want to give us a call and ask us a gardening question, you can do that at one 9105 And, Chris, we have been all over the place doing work. We are headed back out to the Herons probably Monday and uh, finish up that sod work that we need to do over there um, in amongst uh, being over at Wyndham. So we're kind of splitting things up and knocking that stuff out. Uh, we're also... Last week, we were over at, I can't remember her last name. I, I can remember her first name because my dad's name is Randy, and her name is Randy with an I, uh, R-A-N-D-Y, or R-A-N-D-I, mm-hmm. Randy. But anyway, her and her husband bought a piece of property out in Crestwood and uh, not too long ago, and they're wanting to build on it in about a year or so, but it was it looked terrible. And they, the yard, it literally, the grade of the yard was, it was steep, bad. Like you couldn't walk up it kind of stuff. 
So we went in there and hauled in three, uh, four tracks, loads of dirt, and went in there and great regraded the whole front yard, and went in there and put put a row of crepe myrtles up one side of the property, went across the front and put uh, some needlepoint hollies along the the road, and just re and just seeded the whole yard with with fescue and rye. So we did that the first of the week, and then after that we were out at the uh, the mushlands they're they're out in uh russet woods so we're from crestwood to russet woods uh way out on off morgan road exit he had a leak in his basement his his basement he was getting water in his basement right at the corner of his house and right at, and there's kind of his house runs around and he's got his retaining wall at the end of his driveway right there and it right in the corner of the house right there he's getting water in there and we Went in, excavated all the soil out of there. Went in and tarred the whole, so tarred all the walls. Uh, run French drains out. Went and bored through his uh, retainer wall, and took the drains out out the side of the retaining wall, and basically put a big French drain behind all that to drain it out. But sealed the sealed the uh, um, foundation, and went in there and plastic the foundation, and did all that, and. Uh, Resodded, redirected. We uh, redirected uh, the water around the uh, the back porch so it wouldn't just running right down into that corner anyway, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And just pretty much, we made it to where when the water goes in there, it'll get out. But we also made it to where he's getting, you know, five, you know, ninety-five percent less water in that place to start with. So just you know, did did basically a, a drain repair there, and that's not something we do a lot of, but it is something you know occasionally we'll run into and we'll fix for somebody. Yeah, now we do a lot of drain work. That's going to be oh, the, yeah. that's going to be the story of our lives for you know and, and, and until the spring because when we get into our wet season through the winter months, we have a lot of people you know that that where water holds between houses and in various places, and they want to redirect that water and. We come in and do that, and even in the summer when it, when uh, when we're doing landscaping and and we're in bad droughts, you know, we still think about that. And I mean, we redirect gutters on ninety percent of the jobs we do. I think. Just, we know it ought to almost be like a requirement. You know, if you're going to build a ha- or if a house is being built and you're going to put gutters on the thing, that you automatically pipe the downspouts yeah, out. Yeah, it should be. And so just included in the code. whole deal you yeah know? it should be especially like if you're like the windlands like we were talking about where we're we're starting that irrigation work and all that stuff over there they got two downspouts right in the right hand corner beside the beside the garage that we had to pipe 100 feet out from from and pipe those two downspouts out 100 feet man they're a lot when i say it's flat chris like if you laid a level on it, it the bubble yeah. be in the center. Yeah, that's not good. That's ain't not, that, that ain't, that ain't go. a good thing because uh-uh. water's got to go somewhere. Everybody it wants a flat. flat yard, but you got to have some no, kind it's of flatter. Flat. It's flatter than a football field. <laughs> yeah, football fields ain't that flat, too. No, I mean, you told me that. It's got a crown in it. Because you used to play, you could stand on one side well, line some and, not, of them, and not see the other. Yeah, some and some of them had such a crown. Yeah, you you literally, it had. You could stand on one sideline. You couldn't see the people on the other side. Yeah. That would be an excessive crown. Yeah. Well, Chris, we got some callers. Let's take them right quick. We got Scott. Good morning. There he is. All right. I hear you loud and clear. How you doing, buddy? All right. Doing fine. 
you may have already talked about it, but the great myrtles, can you trim them this time of year, or is this time of year the time to do it or not? Well, let me take that one, Chris. All right, Scott. <laughs> what you do with crepe myrtles, you don't cut the tops out of them. So uh, you see all these people doing it, and that's kind of a copycat crime. So if you see the guy three houses down from you whack the tops out of your crepe myrtles, he don't know what the heck he's doing. Uh, what you would do is go into a crepe myrtle and you, you thin the tops of them um, and allow for, you know, the air to flow through them. If a crepe myrtle's in the wrong spot, it needs to be taken up and, and thrown away or put it in the right spot. But it, with with crepe myrtles, there's, there's hundreds of different varieties. And there's crepe myrtles that only get two feet tall and there's crepe myrtles that get 30 feet tall. You have to plant and all sizes in between. So the biggest thing is plant the right variety to start with. But uh, to answer your question, it is a good time to to prune your crepe myrtles, but you don't whack the top out of it. That We call that crepe murder. And, uh, you know, you, you just go in there and thin the tops of them out. A lot of times, you know, we see this time, well, for, for no, numerous reasons, we see, you know, a lot of times companies go out and cut the tops out of crate myrtles. Why? Because they ain't got nothing else ain't to do this year. Ain't got nothing else to do. Or you said you said planting the right variety in the right spot, and you plant. You can't take a a thirty foot crate myrtle and plant it against your Try the to foundation keep the six feet of the house. Tall. You know, it just it do, it doesn't work that way because it, it it ends up encroaching in the house. You'll see it a lot of times. Also, I know there's various cities around town that have crate myrtles that are planted in the medians. And they have to prune them back like that, otherwise those crepe myrtles are going to come out and they're going to be they're going to be whacking cars as Same they drive deal, they by. They shouldn't have planted them. So they there shouldn't they with. shouldn't have planted them there. Um, but yes, you 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 selectively prune crepe myrtles. You know, like you said, you thin the tops out. You know, you you got branches that are crossing and they're rubbing against each other. You you take those out, or you know, you kind of stand back and you look and you say, okay, well this is the form that I want to this is the form that I want to take, and I want it to look like this. And, or I've got one little scraggly branch that shoots off and it just kind of throws the whole thing off. You cut those off. So selective pruning is how you do crepe myrtles. Let's get Kay right. Got Kay. Good morning, Kay. Good morning. All right. We got you. How are you today? I'm uh, doing great. How can we help you? Uh, well, um, I think I know the answer to this, but um, I want to make sure. I broke my foot. Um a couple months ago, and uh, I can't do anything in the yard. Uh-oh. And um, I want, uh, this time of the year, I would normally uh, have a lot of bulbs, and I would normally rearrange them in my yard. Would um, it still be okay to do that after January 7th? Uh, yes, ma'am, it will. Now, if you've got, say you've got daffodils, or something like yeah. that, and you want to dig them up and move some around, you can do it. What's probably going to happen, though, is they may bloom a little bit later than they normally do. Like you, where your daffodils are usually blooming by the middle of February, yours might yeah. be a few weeks late kind of thing. But it won't hurt them at all. You can do it. That's fine. Anytime they're dormant like this. So if you've got, like, hostas or something like that, and you want to dig them up, split them, and move them, uh, you know, any time in the winter is fine to do that. Daylilies, you know, things like that. It's it's a great time to do that. Well, I and January seventh won't be too late. 
Oh, good. That's when my, my doctor says I should be totally healed. <laughs> well, hope, hope, hopefully it'll be before that. But Yeah, hopefully well, you'll uh, have a speedier recovery. Yes, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Crazy talk. You know, that kind of got me fired up. Daffodils, I'm ready for spring now. You know, well, I, say I mean. Not, not quite yet. Now, I love the holiday season. Starting it, starting it at Halloween, I, just, I love the whole holiday season. But once we get past New Year's, I could fast forward two months and just go straight to March. This time of year is like the most depressing time of year for me. And, you you know, as we're headed into Christmas season, so it ought to be like awesome, you know, and joyful and cheerful and all. But I hate getting up in the morning and it dark. And coming in the evening, it dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, you on know? that. I'm with you on that. That one. sucks. I was- with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, you know, and it's it's crazy. Like, I was blowing my backyard. I turned my floodlights on, and it was like 6.30 the other night, and I was blowing leaves off my backyard. And I thought, I thought to myself, people probably think I'm crazy out here blowing the leaves in the dark. But... I'll be blowing leaves at eight o'clock in the summer months, and nobody thinks you twice about it. You got any option, man? It's four. You know, you get home and it's five fifteen or whatever, and, and it's dark in the dungeon. And, and we play outside a lot. Like when I get home, my girls they hit the door, man. And they're outside. Yeah, they meet me, and and we. Well, stay it makes at- your kids tough, man. It's like if you know you, you got those kids that you know. It seems like we, as soon as you put them in, as soon as they go to kindergarten or whatever, they're sick all the time. Mm-hmm. And, man, you kids, if they get out in the yard and waller around and stuff, they don't get sick like that. I, They're used to the weather you. and stuff. Man, <laughs> if they get around a little snotty-nosed kid, they don't get it. They're tough. They're tough. That's how, I know that's how you raised yours. That's, that's how it. I'm raising mine because they are outside all the time. Well, Chris, we're ready for another break. If y'all have got a gardening question, you can call us now. It's one eight 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 nine one zero five one zero five. Greenhouse Insurance protects everything I own. From business to personal, Greenhouse Insurance takes care of me under one giant umbrella. With all the rising costs, it's nice to know there's one part of my business where my costs are reduced year after year, and that is with Greenhouse Insurance. Even though I've had countless claims from tornadoes to demolished trucks, my rates continue to go down. Russell Greenhouse and family can take care of your insurance needs from your home and your cars to your boats and your four-wheelers. They can insure your business both in-state and out-of-state. I don't know about you, but to me, one of the most frustrating things that can happen is to call a business and get a machine. That would never happen at Greenhouse, where the phone is always answered by a live person with a happy attitude. Greenhouse Insurance has been taking care of my insurance needs for a long time, and they can take care of yours. Just call Russell Greenhouse at 967-8800. That's 967-8800 today and tell them that Mike sent you. You know, I've been knowing Fouts Tractor for over 40 years. My dad first did business with them when I was just a teenager. Fouts and I have bonded a close working relationship ever since. There are other Kubota tractor dealerships closer than Fouts, but none with more knowledge and integrity. Fouts Tractor also has great buys on Kubota tractors. 
I don't care who I get on the phone when I call Fouts. It could be Mark, Linda, Josh, or Pat Fouts. It just doesn't matter because they all have the expertise needed to help me with my questions. The service department gives me excellent service as well. So if you're looking for a new Kubota tractor or used tractor, or if you're looking for an implement to go behind your tractor, call Fouts Tractor, 594-7000. Keep in mind that Fouts Tractor has a great lineup of riding mowers as well. Call Fouts Tractor, 594-7000, and tell them that Mike sent you. Call 1-888-9105-105 with questions about all things green and everything in between. It's the Classic Gardens and Landscape Show. Weeds, weeds keep them away. In the morning on Saturday mornings, my pender's so polite. Oh, my yard looks like a wild jungle. Back with the Classic Gardens Landscape Show and our number, if you want to give us a call, it's 1-888-9105-105. We're at 1855 Carson Road, where we've been for over 30 years. Uh, our number, if you want to give us a call, if you need product delivered to your door, we can do that for you. If you need uh, lawn care, if you need irrigation, night lighting, if you need forest mulching done, if you need a patio or retaining wall built, you got all, they ain't the one number you got to call, and that's 854-4005. We got Scott back. I think we lost him a little while ago, and he was asking me about pruning crepe myrtles. Good morning, Scott. Yeah, I'm back again. Those little songs y'all got uh, uh, that y'all play, Up Off the Lawn, lawn and the Lawn One. Ain't that funny. Market, though. <laughs> where, where can you, are they on the web? Can I listen to them on the web? I, no, I we. I can't believe it here. I don't know where to go find it. I tell you what, there's a we've got a guy that does those jingles for us. I mean, it's like it's kind of one of those things, like if you've got a little catchy tune or something like that, that uh, yeah, yeah. you kind of want to incorporate your stuff into. Um, mm-hmm. He just does that, and I mean, he he's a uh, genius it's, it's at been, it. It's been good. I've enjoyed them. I've enjoyed the heck out of them. I it's I mean, them on your website or something. No, we we actually had those. We had them made. Um, Mm-hmm. But it, you know, if you called, if you called uh, the garden center actually and, and talked to Mike, he could spout off the guy's name just right off the top of his head. I just can't okay. remember it to be honest with you. Okay. But that guy is a genius. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I enjoyed the heck out of them. Well, they're they're funny and everybody kind of enjoys it. Catch, I catch myself singing them all through the week. <laughs> Scott, have a good one, buddy. And we got Chad on the line next. Good morning, Chad. Hey, I've got a uh, question about some plants. So I moved my front porch, redid my front porch, and moved it out. 
had to take up my sidewalk. I have no sidewalk. I have a nice new front porch, and uh, so I need to put a sidewalk in, and i um, going to be planting some shrubbery right in front of my house. My house sits about uh, 12 steps high, so I need some taller stuff. And then the, the, the biggest thing is, is that we're going to be moving in the next 18 months or so. So I'm, I'm not wanting to spend a ton of money, uh, but I want it to look decent enough to where, you know, people coming to buy, you know, won't be turned off by nothing, you know, a bunch of mud. Just right now, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you just need a few foundation shrubs. Chad, are you wanting to do it yourself? Well, yeah, I mean, I can I can definitely um, plant the plant and, and do all that. But as far as, like, what to buy, uh, when to plant it, you know, to get it a good, uh, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily want to wait till summer. Oh, uh, no, you really, the sooner the better. And, I mean, this time of year is a great time of year mm-hmm. to plant shrubs. So, I mean, uh, what I would suggest doing, pop some pictures of your house. Um, and you can bring them into the garden center. And somebody will be around here, whether it's me or Chris or Ann, somebody will be around here, and then we'll look at your pictures, and we can do a design for you. And it doesn't cost you anything. You just buy the plants from the garden center. It doesn't cost you a thing. And we'll lay it out for you. And then, uh, so it's a no-brainer. You'll know exactly where the shrubs need to go and what you need to plant. And then uh, you just take them home and put them where we tell you to, and bam, it's, you know, put your mulch out, and you're done. So, uh, like, what do y'all use? Did y'all just, like, draw it out on a piece of paper? Do you use, like, a CAD design or yeah, something? Yeah, we'll just, or, or we'll just draw you a little rough sketch. It's not going to be anything elaborate or anything. I mean, it's, you know, it's so easy. You know, your your daughter could color it. And not it, a big deal. But And we have the plants here at the garden center because, you know, we do hundreds of landscapes every single year. Man, we just and, got in, like, 300 azaleas day before and, yesterday. And every landscape is a little bit different. So, you know, a lot of it goes into personal preference, you know, as far as what you put. But there are a lot of different a lot of different varieties of plants that you could put that will get big enough to where it will, you know, cover the, you know, cover part of the foundation. It won't look, dank, won't look dinky and, or dainty uh, up against the house. We know, and a lot of times, too, Chad, and I know in, in, in my opinion – uh, when you take a, a house like yours, and I'm I'm just kind of guessing that your house is probably 20 plus years old um, because you don't yeah. you need new shrubs in, it. and that's kind of about the time when when somebody's uh, shrubs for whatever reason, you know, where they they've been neglected a little while or whatever, that's about the time they start getting too big and they need ripped out kind of thing. So. Uh, well, so yeah, I did. I ripped out what was there, um, and there, you know. So we we bought the house. We did some renovations, um, and now there's nothing there, and there's been nothing there long enough to where, you know, the rain has splashed the mud up on the side of the brick, and mm-hmm. um, so you know, I just need to cover that up and and um, <clears throat> get it get it to where whatever's going to be growing will get tall enough to. The, the house, you know, the basement's about half buried in the in the dirt. So, you right. know, there's it, it's half in the ground, half out of the ground on 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 the end of the house where most of the shrubs will go. And I just kind of kind of want to give it a not so high up off the ground look when somebody yeah. comes and looks at the house. Well, I tell you, I I think we could fix your problem in about ten minutes. Uh, all you really okay. got to do is just pop some pictures of it. I mean, you can literally pop them on your phone, bring it in the garden center, and we'll. 
you know, pop five or six pictures, just some straight-on pictures of the areas you want to work in. Might be the left side of the porch and then the porch itself and then the right-hand side kind of thing. And uh, just bring it in and let us take a look at it, and we can knock something out in, in no time. What about the sidewalk itself? I mean, do y'all do any concrete prep or sidewalks like that? What we do, what we do is pavers. Um, so okay. we can put you in a paver sidewalk. Uh, we just don't do per se concrete work. Like we have, we have went in and like taken out a driveway and went in and you know did it the right way. You know, put gravel in and, and quiver packed it in, and then subcontract you know, having a concrete driveway or a sidewalk put in like that. But as far as us doing it as a company, we don't we don't go out and just, you know, do a do a a sidewalk for you like that. Is that what you but do now, when you have a patio that you put into? You just or or you yeah, we do like paver. We do paver, so we lay like a we lay like I wish I, you know, if you were sitting here, I could show you some pictures of it. But basically, it's, it's, it's three different types or three different sizes of paver. So you got like a small, medium, large, and it's laid yeah. in like a herringbone pattern. So it's, uh, it's just a, a, basically a staggered pattern of pavers. And then we lay a, a, a soldier course around the edge, you know, to, to make it look pretty and uh, finish it out, and then just, uh, you know, seal the whole thing so it's there, you know, and you have an edge restraint on it, so it holds it all in place. But you have to, I mean, obviously you have to um, do the prep work on the kind of level. The Absolutely. The what we do is we go in there and dig a six-inch footer. We'll go in there and dig a six-inch footer, and then, uh, so basically your, your pavers uh, two and three-eighths, so we basically are digging a 10-inch, um deep base for your patio or for your walkway or patio whichever the two might be and then we go in there and put in six inches of uh crushed gravel three-quarter crush yeah and then pack that in with a ten thousand pound packer and then go in there and lay your pavers or put in we put in an inch of sand and then you know go in there and put your pavers in how much more expensive do you think ballpark that is than just you know, doing a form and pouring the sidewalk and being done with it. Um, you know, it's hard. It's hard no, to say because like I don't. I don't. Selling, I never priced like the sidewalk the being poured. <clears throat> okay. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to. I'm just wondering if it's it's worth doing for something we're going to sell um, soon. Versus well, you know, as far having, as patio, that. as far as pouring a concrete sidewalk and then having a a paver sidewalk. Aesthetics wise, it's a whole different game. I mean, the pad, the the pavers look phenomenal when they go in like that. Um, so it's it's really just a preference thing. If you want to get out on the cheaper side, I'm sure the you know just pouring the concrete is the cheaper way to go. But if you're really looking for that aesthetic pop, uh, the pavers are the way to go. But you're going to spend more money. I'm I'm sure. So would you need like a length and width, I guess, of the of the um, how long my walkway is going to be? Would you have to come out and measure it yourself? Yeah, what we need to do is come out there that? and measure it, so we can kind of that give that does a couple things. We can kind of see, you know, what kind of excavation we need to do because it varies a little bit depending on yeah you know, if 
access and stuff like that. Like if if we have to, you know, if if it's hard to access or it's hard to, you know, excavate out or there's issues with it or anything of that nature, um, it may be one of those things where you got deep tops or whatever. We have to come in there and, you know, the base has got to change or, you know, there's variables in there. It might, you know, change the price a little bit. So we really need to come out and look at it. Okay. But now, Chad, yeah, you can call us at 854. Now, I, yeah, what you do is just call us at 854-4005. And uh, Ann or Jeannie will set up an appointment for me or Mike or Justin, one to come out there, and uh, we'll measure it off and give you a price. But it would be more more less based on the square footage of the of the walkway. Okay. Well, that sounds good. I appreciate the help. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Chad. And I tell you, this this is a great time of year, Chris, to do any shrub work. Uh, we're we're knocking them out ninety to nothing. When we get done with uh, the Wyndhams over there, we're going to be going to the Revels, I believe, in the next week, and just doing a little bitty job. It's I mean, it's small. Uh, we got a she got a few azaleas in the front that we're moving to a different area. Um, and then just planting a few new shrubs in front of the house, new mulch job, just cleaning things up for the holidays and stuff for them. And, uh, you know, in Chad's position right there, man, we can fix him up in the garden center if he wants to do his landscaping himself. We can do that. Or when he sets up that appointment or whatever, we can give him a price to do it for him while we're out there. It's no problem. And it'd probably be a lot easier for us to do it. But it won't take <laughs> it. It you won't know, take any time at all. Obviously, know? we're good at it, and he's already got a blank slate. And we can go in there. That's that's half the deal. If we go out there, and we're doing a landscape for you, and you've already got everything out of the way, man, that's 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 game on. I mean, we can we can fly in there and knock it out for you in a minute that and is, make that, it look super nice. That is half the work. We are up against the last break of the show. If you want to have a gardening question. You can give us a call, one eight 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 nine one zero five one zero five. 105 We are closed on Saturdays and Sundays, but we are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. Our address here at Classic Gardens is 1855 Carson Road, fully stocked garden center. Um, a lot of lime going out the door. A lot of winterizer going out the door. Um, it's still There's still things that need to be done to the yard right now, so don't forget about that. We've talked a lot about landscaping, but there's still you know, a, lot of, a lot of important things that need to be done to the lawn stay on top of the leaves man I've, I've been great on it this year i think i blow my yard about twice every week just keeping the leaves off of it so just don't mulch the leaves back into your yard make sure that you get those removed from the grass um, this is the classic gardens and landscape show we'll be right back who doesn't like a good steak and how many of us like bragging about we can grill the best steak to have the best steak or hamburger, you have to start with the best beef. Do you know how your beef was raised or what it ate or even where it came from? Take out all the guesswork. I have a longtime friend, Josh Fallon, at Hidden Creek Farms who is raising beef to order. No preservatives, no additives, no steroids, no chemicals, just pure grass and grain-fed beef to order. Josh does this at Hidden Creek Farms. To order yours, give my friend Josh a call, 205-353-3565. This is not a high-production outfit. Josh only raises a few select steer a year. Order a whole or a half. 
I was raised in Nashville, Alabama, St. Clair County, and that's how I know Josh, a good friend and a neighbor with the best beef. And where's the beef? It's at Josh's, 205-353-3565. Greenhouse Insurance protects everything I own. From business to personal, Greenhouse Insurance takes care of me under one giant umbrella. With all the rising costs, it's nice to know there's one part of my business where my costs are reduced year after year, and that is with Greenhouse Insurance. Even though I've had countless claims from tornadoes to demolished trucks, my rates continue to go down. Russell Greenhouse and family can take care of your insurance needs from your home and your cars to your boats and your four-wheelers. They can insure your business both in-state and out-of-state. I don't know about you, but to me, one of the most frustrating things that can happen is to call a business and get a machine. That would never happen at Greenhouse, where the phone is always answered by a live person with a happy attitude. Greenhouse Insurance has been taking care of my insurance needs for a long time, and they can take care of yours. Just call Russell Greenhouse at 967-8800. That's 967-8800 today, and tell them that Mike sent you. It's the show in the know with all things that grow. The Classic Gardens and Landscape Show. Our number here at the Garden Center, if you need to call, set up an appointment for Chris to come out and give you a lawn care estimate or set up an appointment to have forest mulching done or a patio or retaining wall built, it's one call, 854-4005. You know, we were talking at break about Josh Fallon and Hidden Creek Farms and I think over the we were talking about steaks. Yeah, steaks because I I brought it up at the beginning of the show. But Chris cooked a steak a couple of days ago, and he just can't let it go. I can't, man. I it mean, was, it must have been phenomenal. Sarah went and Sarah for when she went Black Friday shopping. I've always wanted to buy beef like Josh sells it, but I don't. Ha- I've never had a freezer to store that much meat. Yeah, where you gonna put four hundred pounds of meat? You right? know what I'm saying? And uh, so when she went Black Friday shopping, I said, "Listen, if you find a little chest freezer." buy me one and sure enough she did yep and so then the other day i was talking with josh on the phone about getting a side a half a uh, half a side of beef he said i'll and, see uh, you about he, may yeah because I, th- <laughs> I think he had some in Jan- he had a bunch for january because uh, like our like we say on the commercial he doesn't grow mass quantities of beef it's just very yeah, got a hundred it's very specific and he you know it's it's really it's quality if you've never i've had i've had beef that's grown like that and there is there is 
it is a big difference between stuff you buy at the grocery store. Well, you just tastes, don't know, man. It tastes when phenomenal. Go, when you go to the grocery store and get a steak, you don't know what kind of preservatives and stuff's been sprayed on it and uh, or fed to it. You so know, we you were, can't we were, tell. We were talking about Josh at the break, and then a couple weeks ago I was loading some stuff up with a tractor and a stick popped up and punched the fuel bowl and it broke the fuel yep, bowl and so I, start, I, I, start, I, st- I started seeing i started smelling diesel and then the tractor kind of quit on me like, what in the world's going on and um I, I called fouts and they closed at five o'clock i was like i don't know if i'll be able to get there by five just by the time i leave here and whatnot and then sarah called me at three and she said honey i'm, I'm getting off work i got off work a little bit early and i said hey baby what you doing on the way home from work and uh, you already knew right? <laughs> i knew what she was doing so she went by fouts and and picked up that part for me and then uh adam and russell greenhouse were here the other day and we were reviewing all the insurance for the company and uh you know so all of the people that i want to thank are are the people that we advertise for and that we do business with is more like family basically because you know i know that we've all basically have dealt with these people for generations you know mike mike and fouts go way back to when he was young man i've, and, I've traded with fouts ever since i was a kid. you have too and 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 greenhouse i mean they've they've, they've insured everything and anything that we've owned <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying i mean from gates to chairs to fishing ponds i mean you name it greenhouse has done it so uh, we appreciate all the people that we do business with absolutely well chris we've touched on just about everything today I I noticed the other day though you know the, the, the grass is dormant as it can be right now, and I noticed the other day just some teeny tiny hen bit in the yard yeah. that we were on. And I said, man, it's hard to believe that those winter weeds are starting to come out now. If you'd have put out your pre-emergent back in September, you wouldn't have that little bit of hen bit out there. But newsflash: if you don't start putting out your pre-emergents now, you know it's going you're gonna have crabgrass yep. in the summertime so six and a half you know six and one half dozen other and if you don't start getting a, on a pre-emergent program you need to do it now uh it doesn't matter when you start you just got to start it that's point. right you know that for at the beginning of the year everybody talks about dieting and getting into the gym yeah, it's and like new year's resolution you need and all that people stuff. wait till the spring to do that with their yard but they're too late they need to start doing it now um, because the things that you do now are going to affect how the yard ultimately looks in the spring. So it's a, it's that it's that prep work, it's that preseason practice that all the football teams and baseball teams and everybody else does. So you know, start now. Um, if you haven't done a pre-emergent, you can go ahead and do it now. It's not going to hurt a thing. Go ahead and get started on that so that you can head off any weeds that hadn't germinated. Um, you when know. you keep some weed freeze on on hand, man, it's a fantastic time. If you've got any broadleaf weeds starting to pop up, or even if you had some stuff that's just, uh, you know, those stubborn weeds, them little wild geraniums and like wild violets and stuff like that, that's kind of hung on. Man, you can fry that stuff when it gets cool like this. So I mean, it, and just keep it on hand. That way, when the hen bit does start coming up, you can get your pre-emergent out now. And then when a hen bit and that uh, old dead nettle and stuff like that starts coming up in the next three or four weeks, you know, you can go in there and do a little topical spray on them and, and keep that stuff down. Yeah. Hey, now's the perfect time, too. If you've got an issue with onions, uh, you go out there and spray that stuff. you got to use image on it, and that stuff will fry them. And I, I mean fry them permanently. You know, you talked about moving some azaleas on a job earlier. Now's perfect time to transplant transplant anything you want to you want right to move, you want to move something move it yeah right now got, you got about six weeks from now until 
you know, the end of February where it is the perfect time. If you need to move any kind of bush or anything like that, dig it up and move it now. I mean, it's prime time. Dormant oil. It's time to spray your shrubs with dormant oil. I, I sprayed the whole You're garden center the other day. I could tell too, Chris, because man, the nandinas look so pretty. They turn, they you know, they're turning that bright, uh, you know, winter color now. That deep red, you yeah, know. Dormant oil just makes them glossy. Man, it makes them glossy and pretty. Your uh, camellias, boy, it really makes them pretty. And uh, I mean, just all your shrubs, your hollies, man, are just shiny with your red berries and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It looks all festive, man. Chris, that song means we're out of time. Y'all come see us at 1855 Carson Road or give us a call at 854-4005. Y'all have a great weekend. God bless. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.